decide whether you believe God or not. Part of you don't have the faith that you talk about having. That's why you're trying to rush and hurry it. That's why you want God. God, hurry up and do it quickly before I actually prove that I'm, I don't believe you as much as I say I believe you. You are watching a master at work. Hey y'all, welcome to the Christian Bay TV where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're back with another Bay Bible study. And we're coming from the book of Joshua chapter 4. And we actually got quite a few verses to go over, so grab your journals. Before we get into today's Bible study, I do want to say a quick prayer with you guys. So go ahead and prepare your hearts for prayer. And if you would like, bow your heads and close your eyes. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this Bible study. Thank you for using me as your vessel. I pray over the person under the sound of my voice, Father God, that you prepare their hearts for this Bible study, prepare their hearts to receive a fresh word and revelation from you. Father God, I pray that they leave this Bible study better than they came. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As y'all can hear, they outside making noise, but at the end of the day, we're going to get this word. Okay, so we're coming from the book of Joshua. And as you guys saw from the title, today we're talking about the timing of God maintaining a miracle. And we're coming from the book of Joshua chapter 4. Now we're going to be focusing on verses 10 through 13, verse 18, and verse 22 and 23. So I hope you got your journal because I know that was a lot to remember. Joshua chapter 4, verses 10 through 13 as well as verse 18 and verse 22 through 23. And I'm reading from the NIV translation. So what's happening in Joshua chapter four is they are crossing the Jordan River. So Joshua chapter four, verse 10 says, now the priests who carried the ark remained standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything the Lord had commanded Joshua was done by the people, just as Moses had directed Joshua. The people hurried over, and as soon as all of them had crossed, the ark of the Lord and the priest came to the other side while the people watched. The men of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh crossed over, ready for battle in front of the Israelites, as Moses had directed them. About 40,000 armed for battle crossed over before the Lord to the plains of Jericho for war. Then we can go to verse 18, and it says, And the priest came up out of the river, carrying the ark of the covenant of the Lord. No sooner had they set their feet on the dry ground than the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and ran at flood stage as before. Verse 22 says, Tell them Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you had crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Jordan what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. Now, I actually want to start off this word by telling you guys how God revealed this word to me. So if you guys follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore, you know that I am a Pilates girl. I go to Pilates every week. And yesterday I had Pilates in my classes at 6.30 a.m. And I was there bright and early. And y'all, I love doing Pilates early in the morning because... It's just like I'm half sleep when we start, so I don't really know I'm in pain. But then like halfway through it, it just wakes me up because I have to push through. And Pilates doesn't hurt because everything is slow paced. But because you move at a slow pace, you feel every movement, right? So yesterday while I was at Pilates, the instructor, she said, go slow so you can maintain and master the move. And I mean, the move was, y'all, Pilates, it doesn't, it's not fast paced, it's slow paced, but because it's slow, it's stretching out different parts of you. So when I say I was in pain, I'm not in pain, but it's just like, 
Who like this is really stretching me. Like I really gotta pull this weight. So it's stretching my strength. That's what I mean by in pain. But she said, go slow so you can maintain and master the move. And now I'm tuning out. Like now I'm zoning out at Pilates because I'm just like, that's the word. Like I feel like the Holy Spirit nudged me to know like this is a word. Go slow so you can maintain and master the move. And what I feel like God was showing me in that moment is a lot of times. When we go fast, we miss the move. When we go fast, we don't actually master or really maintain what God is trying to do because we're trying to rush through it. So a lot of times we must go slow in order to really understand the move that God is doing. And that's the issue for us a lot of time, because if you're anything like me, when I pray, I want God to instantly answer my prayer. And when I say I want God to move and make something happen, I want him to do it at a quick pace. Like, don't take all day to do what you said you're going to do. Like, let's get it done. So when I think about praying and when I think about the move of God, oftentimes I think about it at a fast pace. I think about it happening quickly because that's what I would like to be done. I would like it to be done in a quick manner. Like, don't take all day. But yesterday when she said, go slow so you can maintain and master the move, I started to look at timing and pace differently. And I feel like the Holy Spirit was saying to me, when I'm about to make a move or when I'm about to do a miracle, there's no need to rush. There's no need to go fast because I want you to master and maintain the move that I am doing. I want you to fully be present in this moment. But if you rush through it or if you rush the moment or if you rush the season, you don't really get to be a master of that moment or really understand what God did in that moment because you tried to rush it. So yesterday, as God was downloading all of that into me, I'm just like, wow, there's really beauty in taking our time. There's really beauty in going slow, even though we look at slow seasons like the enemy or we look at slow seasons like maybe God has forgotten about me and God is. Are you still going to do what you said you're going to do? There's actually a lot to learn from going slow. So as I was reading this. God allowed, and y'all already know, if you're new here, if you're not new here, you already know I got some points for you guys to take down. So God actually allowed five things to stand out to me in this scripture, and I'm about to go over each one for you guys. So the first thing that God allowed to stand out to me was the fact that it says they remained standing in the middle. When you read Joshua chapter four and verse 10, it says, now the priests who carried the ark remained standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything the Lord had commanded Joshua was done. So when we talk about the timing of God or the move of God, a lot of times we grow weary because it's not happening at the pace or the rate that we want. But this scripture says they remained standing in the middle until everything the Lord had commanded Joshua was done. We have to take this type of posture to say, God, I'm going to remain standing until everything that you said was done, regardless of how long it takes. And I know that usually I grow weary and I get frustrated because I want you to move at a quick rate. But I understand now that when you move slowly, it's because you're allowing me to master and maintain and really accept what you're doing in this moment. So it's not that God is moving slowly because he wants you just waiting forever. Or it's not that God is just moving slowly because he don't feel like doing it for you. No, God says, I want you to understand 
understand the move that I'm actually making. So I'm going to allow it to be done at a pace where you can master it. I'm going to allow it to be done at a pace where you can maintain it. I'm going to allow it to be done at a pace where you can receive it. Because if you get too much too soon, you won't know how to handle it. So there's a lot of different parts that comes into the part when God is moving. And this is why it's better for it to be done at a slow rate. Just like she said, go slow so you can maintain and master the move. And have you ever thought about something that goes by quickly? When it goes by quickly, you miss it. You miss something. You ever been watching a movie and then there's a quick scene and it's like, wait, I got to rewind it. I, I missed something. I didn't see something. So there's beauty in going slow. But what we have to do when we're in those seasons where God is moving slow is remain standing in the middle of the situation until everything that God said has been done. The next sentence literally says the people hurried over. They, they hurried over. What God showed me while reading this is when do you hurry through something? When you're when you hurry, what what where does that come from? What is the root of you hurrying through something? And what God showed me is that when you rush or hurry, it's because you're worried. That's, that's why you're hurrying, because you're worried about it. You're worried that you won't have time to get it done, or you're worried that it won't last forever. So I, if you're rushing to a store, I got to rush before they close, or I got to rush before they're sold out, or I got to rush before it's not available anymore. Anytime you rush, it's because you're worried, and you're either worried or you're fearful. You rush when you're scared of something. You rush when you feel like, I, I may not have this opportunity for long, or I may not be able to experience this for long, so I have to hurry through it. So it says the people hurried over. And what God showed me is, don't make quick decisions out of fear. The only time you're trying to rush something, the only time you're trying to hurry through something is when you doubt it. That's it. That, that's what we have to accept. If you're trying to rush it or hurry it, it's because part of you is doubting it. Part of you don't have the faith that you talk about having. That's why you're trying to rush and hurry it. That's why you want God, God, hurry up and do it quickly before I actually prove that I'm, I don't believe you as much as I say I believe you. God, hurry up and do it quickly before they think that I'm crazy for having faith. God, hurry up and do it quickly because I'm starting to waver. The only time you try to hurry or rush through something is when you don't have faith. When you're fearful, when you're worried, that's when you rush. That's when you hurry. And what God said to me while reading this is that you have to decide whether you believe God or not. And if you believe God, then there's no need to hurry through it. There's no need to rush it because whether you do it today or tomorrow, I believe that you're going to do it. But when it comes to the people that hurried over, what God also showed me was that when they hurried over, it's because God, I have faith for you to do it up until now, but now that you're doing it, I'm scared that it's not going to last long. So I understand you have parted the Jordan for me to walk through, but I'm going to hurry up through just in case the waters come down. Has God ever told you to have faith for something or told you he was going to do something for you and you believed him up until he did it? But then when he did it, you start getting scared while you was in it. And it's just like, well, you believed me to do it. And now that I'm doing it, you getting scared while I'm doing it. You, you, you're you at the Jordan River and I've split it for you. Why are you rushing through? Are you fearful? Are you worried that the waters are going to come down? Are you worried that I'm going to take back what I said I was going to do in the first place? Are you worried that it's going to fall through? Are you worried that I'm not a good God and that I can't finish what I started? Why are you hurrying it now? If you had faith in the beginning, you should have faith in the middle. 
Why are you worried? I love what it says in verse 11 because it says, while the rest of the people were crossing, they had to watch. So you hurried through and now you're watching me allow other people to cross because I want you to see that there was no need to hurry. I want you to see that there was no need for you to rush because I did it for you and I did it in the timing that I want to do it. So there's no reason for you to hurry through this. So I'm going to allow you to hurry through it and then watch others come through it because I want you to understand that when it comes to what I say I'm going to do for you, you don't have to hurry through it. You don't have to rush through it. You don't have to worry about it falling through. I love in verse 13 because it says about 4,000 aren't for battle crossed over. They About 4,000 people. So you was running and rushing for what? You was running and worrying for what? Not only did you cross over, but I held the Jordan River apart for 4,000 other people because I want you to know moving forward, when I say I'm going to do something for you, you don't have to allow fear to make you rush through it. You don't have to allow fear to make you doubt what I'm doing. You don't have to allow fear to make you get to the promise and then start freaking out. I'm allowing you to cross over. Why are you hurrying? Why are you rushing? Take your time because this is you in the pro Don't get in the promised land and then start growing weary. Don't get in the promised land and then start worrying about what God God, I see you did this, but can you do that? If I parted the Red Sea, if I parted the Jordan River, you should have faith that I can hold it apart for however long it needs to be held apart. So it says in verse 13, about 4,000 armed for battle crossed over before the Lord to the plains of, for, to the plains of Jericho for war. And what God showed me is that when we have faith for God to move, we need to have the same faith that we had in the beginning in the middle. Because a lot of times, as crazy as it sounds, we have faith in the beginning, but then when the process and the promise starts, we begin to waver. And it's just like, yeah, God, I know you did that, but can you do this? Because it was easy for me to watch you split the Jordan, but it takes another level of faith for me to walk through it. And God says, yeah, that same faith I need, I, that same faith you had to watch me split it, I need you to have that same faith to walk through it. Not rush. Not hurry because you're only rushing and hurrying it because you're worried about it. Not rush and not hurry. That same waiting faith that you had before I did it, I need you to have that same waiting and confident faith when you get in it. So if you're taking notes, because y'all, i just been going. The first thing God showed me was that they remained standing in the middle of the situation. The second thing God showed me is that the people hurried, but they were hurrying because they were worried. The third thing that God showed me was that about 4,000 crossed and this proved that there was no need to hurry. There was no need to rush because the same God that did it in the beginning, he can do it in the middle. And you have to have faith and know that God is not going to allow this to collapse on you when you get in the middle of it. He's a God that sees it through. So he has you covered before it starts. He has you covered when it starts and he has you covered when it's completed. The fourth thing that God showed me was in verse 18. It says, no sooner had they set their feet on the dry ground, than the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and ran at flood stage as before. What God said to me after reading this is fear will say this won't last, but God will say it will last until your feet touch dry ground. This will last until you get where I have called you to. I will cover you and I will shield you and I will protect you until you get to the land that I have called you to. Don't allow fear to allow you to begin to worry once you get in process to what I have promised you. No, your feet will touch the ground that I have promised you they will touch. So when fear creeps in, as you 
begin to go on your process, as you begin to walk in your purpose, as you begin to walk in the plans that God has for you, when fear tries to creep in while you're in motion and make you go quicker than God is calling you to go, God says, I need your faith to slow you down. Because if you go too fast, you might miss something. If you go too fast, you can't master the movement. If you go too fast, you can't maintain what I'm doing. I need you to keep the same pace that you had in the beginning. And I need your faith to override your fear. Because a lot of times we think that we only need faith before the process begins. But God says, no, I need you to have that same faith when you get in it because the enemy is not going to stop trying to attack you. He's going to try to rush you through it now because now that you're in it, he says, I can't make you not get in it, but I can make you miss the move of it. I can make you miss mastering it. I can make you miss some important points in it. So I'm going to try to hurry you through it by making you feel fearful when you get in it. But I need you to maintain a good pace. Because I want you to see this move. I don't want you to miss anything that I'm doing in this moment. So don't rush through it. Don't allow fear to speed you up when you're walking in the steps that I have ordered for you. It says, no sooner had they set their feet on the dry ground than the waters of the Jordan returned to their place. God did not allow the waters to come back down until their feet got on dry ground. It won't be until you reach your destination. It won't be until you get where God has promised you that everything will go back to normal. God said, when I split the Red Sea, I had it covered for you to get through regardless of how long it takes. Don't allow fear to speed up your process. Trust God. Go slow so you can maintain and master the movement. The last thing that God showed me is in verse 22. It says, tell them Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever went outside after it rained or after there was water, but usually there's mud. Usually there's mud. If you go outside and you go somewhere where water once was, it's going to be mud. But in verse 22, it says Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. And what God showed me is that when he split the Jordan and allowed them to walk past, he completely dried it up. He didn't just raise up the water and then leave the dirt muddy. No, he took up the water out of the dirt as well. He completely removed the water. When he split the Jordan River, he didn't just say, I'm gonna remove the water just enough for them to walk up. No, it was completely removed to the point that it was dry ground, not mud. And God is saying today, I am a God of a complete move. When I say I'm gonna do something to you, when I say I'm gonna do something for you, when I release a promise, when I speak a word, when I tell you that this is what it's going to be, I need you to know that I am a complete move type of God. I understood what was required from the beginning. I understood what was required when you walk through it. And I understand what's going to be required when you get out of it. I make a complete move. So I don't need you to rush through anything that I'm doing. I don't need you to be fearful when you begin to walk through the promise because I am a God that does the complete move. When I split the Jordan River, I took the water so that you can walk through and I also took it out the ground so the drought the ground was dry it wasn't mud there was no residue that you had walked through I completely moved the water out of the way for you to get to where I'm calling you to so don't allow fear or worry to make you try to rush through this as if you're on the time limit when it comes to the steps that I have ordered for you verse 23 says for the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you had crossed over you don't have to rush. 
And, that, and that's today's seed. Today's seed is a complete move because God is saying today, there's no rushing needed when it comes to what I'm calling you to. You don't have to rush through this. I actually like when you take your time because the more time you take, it shows me how much you trust me. That's why I tell you to not grow weary in waiting because as you wait confidently for me, it's a reminder to me that you really do have faith. It's a reminder for me that you really do trust me. But when you begin to hurry and when you begin to rush, it makes me think like you doubting me. It makes me think like you thought I couldn't really do it. So don't allow fear and worry to make you rush this process. I need you to go slow so you can maintain this miracle. I need you to go slow so you can master this movement. I need you to go slow so you can take in everything around you and you can see how I move on your behalf. But you can't see every detail if you try to rush through it. They got, they got across so quick. I doubt that they even realized that the, the, dry, the ground was dry because they rushed through it. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to miss out on all of the miracle that God is making happen for you. He wants you to miss out on it because he wants fear to rob you of the moment. You so scared that you're trying to go fast. You so scared that you're trying to run through. Fear is robbing you of an opportunity to gain more faith. If you go slow. And you take in the moment and see that everything that God is doing for you, that is what increases your faith because you realize, God, you split the Red Sea and you dried up the ground. Wow, this is the type of God that I serve. But you can only notice the details if you go slow. So today's seed is a complete move. Because God, I don't have to rush through the process because I'm not fearful of what's coming next. I'm not fearful of what it looks like. I'm not fearful of what's about to happen in the next second because I understand that the God that I serve is a complete move type of God. So if I'm in the middle of the Jordan River and it's split up, that means that you'll hold it for however long. If I drop something, if I fall asleep here, if I roll over and do a cartwheel, however long it takes for me to get through, I understand that the God that I serve is a complete move type of God. And this river will not come back down until my feet touch dry ground, not muddy ground, not questionable ground, dry ground. Because I serve a God that makes a complete move from the beginning in the middle and in the end, and it won't come down until my feet touch the land that he has called me to. Today's seed is a complete move. And you can sow that to dollar sign to Christian Bay or PayPal Zell to ChristianBay.com. A complete move, not a halfway move, not a move just when it gets started, not a move just when it's sunny outside, not a move just when on Tuesday, but maybe not on Thursday, a complete move. God has every area cornered, every corner covered for you. He knows everything that could possibly go wrong in this situation and he already has it handled. Don't allow fear to rush you. Trust the timing of God. And trust that his timing includes every I being dot and every T being crossed. All of that is included in his timing. And he says, when I release you to go, I want you to take in the moment and really see all that I've done for you. So that when you get to the next season, you'll know the type of God that you serve. A complete move. Let's pray. 
Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for this fresh word, Father God, this fresh revelation. Father God, thank you for this reminder that you are a God of the beginning, the middle, and the end, Father God, that when you release a promise to us and when you say what you are about to do, Father God, that you have every area covered. So we don't have to worry. We don't have to fear. We don't have to doubt. We don't have to hurry through and try to figure it out on our own or rush or feel like this isn't going to last longer. It's all going to come crumbling down or maybe I got it wrong. Father God, we can release all of those fears and pick up faith and understand that before you even release the word, you already had it figured out. Before you even release the word, the complete move was already done. Father God, allow us to wait with confidence and to trust in what you said from the beginning and to carry that trust with us through the process, to carry that trust with us at the end of the process and to know that when you release the word, it is already finished. It is already written. Father God, today we sow the a complete move seed and we stand on it and we trust in it and we take in every moment without rushing or without fearing what's next father god we love you and we'll forever praise your name in jesus name we pray amen I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in another episode of the Christian Bay TV, Bay Bible Study. I pray that this Bible study blessed you. I pray that this Bible study reminds you the importance of not rushing your season. You don't have to rush through because you only rush when you worry. You're only rushing if you're fearful. When God gave you that promise, when God gave you that word, he already had a complete plan for it. It's already covered. Take in what he's doing in the beginning, in the middle, in the end, because what it's about is your faith increasing to know that the God you serve is a good God. I love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you on the next episode of the Christian Bay TV. Bye.